0: September 6, 2023, we're going to rewind and go back to the beginning of the Gemara, three lines from the top, and briefly review it so that we can uh, go forward with it. The Gemara was picking up on the Mishnah, which talked about circumstances, situations, which are very familiar to us at this point situations with regards to the or more specifically to the on Shabbat and on Yom Tov. And the circumstances we talked about are what if there's a transfer of some sort, either on Yom Tov, before Yom Tov, whatever the circumstance may be, each case specific in its own way, Uh, with regards to I have my possessions but you're holding on to them and things of that sort what's the status of those possessions each one of us might in turn have different halachot. you might live in one city and I live in this one and in turn we have different places we can travel to you we might live next door but I have an eruv and you don't have an eruv or vice versa those sorts of questions what we're dealing with and in turn the gemara began itmar hamafkid perot esel havero a circumstance where a person gave over their fruits, or by extension anything else, to their friend uh, to watch over. That's a Picadon. What's the status of those fruits in turn? On the one hand, they belong to me. On the other hand, you're watching over them for me. Is that a partial ownership of some sort or another? And of course, the specific context for us is with regards to tehum. In other words, now that you're holding on to those fruits, uh, how far and where can you bring those fruits? Do you have the same status as me with regards to those fruits? Or, or alternatively, I can't come and take them from you because they might have the status of you. That's the question, Rav. Are you paying the or free enough key doesn't matter. I don't think it should matter over here, but there's no mention of it, so irrespective of it. It's not per se, I mean, it's not per se a situation, even though the Gemara will quickly liken it to that of uh, of responsibility with regards to nizikin and things of that sort. We want to know, generally speaking, when something's in my possession, but not entirely mine, not mine at all, but mine in a certain respect. So what's the status? Uh, we're not talking uh, that detailed at possession of yesterday... Oh, it, it might not be Hang tight for the Gemara In other words, the Gemara will indeed The case in the Mishnah is what you're referring to Give, give it a moment or two So first and foremost, what's the Halakha? If I have my objects safeguarded by you Rava Amar Mishihif Kidu Lo ha-Mafkid. Rav determines the ownership status based on the recipient, the person who's watching over it. and Shimuel alternatively says, no, if I'm the primary owner, if I'm the true owner, I'm the one who gave it, and in order for you to watch over it, I have the status of owner over those items. What's that) Hang tight again for a moment, you're ahead of us, but yes, Uh, in other words, A.B. says, maybe if the person who's holding on to it accepts some sort of responsibility, which is Jesse was bringing us along those lines as well, you're referring to the opinion of Rabbi, hang tight for a moment. At this point, it's just simple, it's (laughs) Mahlok between Rav and Shemuel. Says the Gemara, Shall we suggest that Rav and Shemuel, their statements over here, in the narrow sense of Eruv of Tehumin on Shabbat and Yom Tov, Maybe it's broader than that. Maybe it has a general question that they answered elsewhere in mind. And where would elsewhere be, as we've been discussing in the context of nizikin? Go ahead. The person he left it with is 2,000 feet The person left, well, again, I can't, let, let's, let's say yes. So now, if I didn't put a how could it be mine? Right, but in other words, now that he has those fruits, for example, could he um, could he bring? Uh, let's say, let's make it more simple. Then uh, we live next door, one to the other. I left an eruv to the east. You're holding on to my fruits. Can you carry my fruits 4,000 uh, 4, amah to the east? In other words, uh, make up each case accordingly. You're right, you'll find situations where there'll be no navka minah, but there'll be many circumstances where it'll be relevant. As uh, Says the Gemara, but Rav and Shemuel, perhaps, as do the Ta'amayu, they are consistent with their opinions as they taught in Masechet, or as they, uh, as they explained in Masechet, bava kama, the Mishnah there on Dathmem Zayin teaches the if the circumstance situation is such that, I allowed for you to bring your object onto my property. It's not that you did it against my will, without my knowing. I accepted, and I accepted your entrance. I didn't accept safeguarding. I didn't accept responsibility formally, in specific and explicit words. But I did allow for you to bring, yesterday we said your dog onto my property. What's the halakha in such a circumstance? Bal hayav if your dog, if your item becomes uh, damaged on my property, it's my responsibility to pay for it. It goes without saying that if your item Damaged my property. I'm responsible as well. That's the first opinion. The opinion of Hachamim. Just by allowing entrance onto my property, which for all intents and purposes is mine and not yours, in it of itself, say the Hachamim, that's an acceptance of responsibility. That is a partial ownership of the circumstance of the situation. You understand. You, you hear. You hear the. Uh, the, the glim- you see the glimpse of Rav and Shimuel in this already. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi Udahanasi, alternatively disagrees. Rabbi disagrees. His dissenting opinion is that specifically and only if me, as the owner, allowed for you to bring your dog onto my property, I'm responsible and liable. Only when I said, I accept that responsibility, in kibel anything short of that, even though I allowed entrance, which wasn't uh, taken for granted, that's not sufficient for me to become owner over this dog with regard or any property you brought in with regards to damages. The Gemara now records and says, <laughs> who recall in our Gemara determines ownership by the recipient, he over there determines ownership as well, like the Hakamim with regards to Whose property is it on? If you gave it to me, if you brought it onto my property with my permission, that's sufficient. That's rav leta'ameh, that's rav who's being consistent. He's accepting and realizing the person who receives this item, that there's a certain partial responsibility and ownership over this. And as a result, it's kid mishihifkid, it's law. Alternatively, Shimuel, he's act like Rabbi over there. Rabbi, his opinion on this matter is absolutely not. Even even though I'm holding on to it, even though the picadon is in my hands, even though your animal is on my property, it doesn't mean that I'm responsible per se, I don't have an ownership stake in that, only, and specifically, uh, if I was mikabel shemira. In our circumstance, in turn, you'd imagine and understand that the ownership, the raglayim, the ability to move these items is determined only by the person who gave it, not the person who received yeah. it. That's what the Gemara suggested. It's a partial Kinyan in this respect. I didn't do a formal Kinyan. It's not a formal kinyan, and that's why it's not a full ownership. We're not going to, but we're going to consider it some sort of ownership. That's what we had this thus far in the Gemara. We began the next line in the Gemara. It says the Gemara, shall we suggest that Rav is consistent in following Hachamim over here as well by Tehumin and Shemuel as well, like Rav, the Gemara now breaks down. It's Dohe. It deflects that suggestion that we had a moment ago. It suggests that both Rav and Shemuel would argue that their opinion with regards to tehumin could work and would be consistent with the two opinions from Maseche Bava How so? Amar anade afilu I can tell you, I would tell you, that my opinion here by Tehumin is consistent even with Rabi. Recall, Rabi was the opinion who said, you need to be mekabel shemira. It's not just by entering it into the property, just by holding on to it, it's partially mine. You have to formally and explicitly accept that. How could you argue it's the same over here? How could you argue over here? A would agree with you that the recipient is the partial owner. Adkan lo ka'amar bihatam. Ela dibistama Now let's break down those words. Adkan until here, lokaama ribi Rabbi did not say hatam over there. Ela, in other words, it's another way of saying Rabbi specifically said his opinion by Nizikin, by damages, Ella Dibistama Stama means without something explicit, something that stam means it wasn't explicitly stated. Over there in the context of Nizikin, bistama without explicit. Explicitly accepting shemira, the responsibilities, lo He didn't accept nitiruta Nitirutah is the Aramaic word for shemira, protection, uh, the safeguarding responsibility. In other words, in the context of nizikin, you handed, you brought your dog onto my property, says rabbi, you're not going to say I'm responsible unless I explicitly said so. Aval but here, by tehumin hakabil aleni tiruta, he accepted the shemira. He accepted the safeguarding responsibilities. What do those words mean? When did he accept the safeguarding responsibilities? Rashi suggests, Rashi dibura mat'chila, ma'lecha Rav, he suggests there's a detail missing from what we recorded earlier in our Gemara, and Rav is assuming that our case, that was their conversation, by when you gave me or I gave you the fruits on Erev Yom Tob, I said, and please, or you said, I accept responsibility. That's the case. So in other words, the, the Gemara is suggesting that for Rav, Rashi suggests, the case over here is even when, or specifically when, the person who was the recipient explicitly said, and I'm accepting the responsibility. It comes back to the question for home purposes, correct, <laughs> correct, correct. But it comes back to Jesse's question from the beginning of the class today. He said, well, what sort of responsibilities does he have? We never had that explicitly stated. So the Gemara now is suggesting that Rav, according to Rashi's reading, says that when you accept it as the recipient, in our case of tahumin you accept the responsibility, yes for tehumin reasons. So in other words, that's how you'd be consistent with rabbi. Alternatively, some of the rishonim read our gemara as, they're just different realities. When it comes to responsibility for damages, I'm not easily accepting that. I know the animals are prone to damage and become damaged. What's that? Produce, maybe is a bit different. You put the produce in the room, it's one day, it's for the holiday. And maybe, I don't need to explicitly say it, maybe it goes without stating, I accept it as little liability. I don't imagine it as much. Something along those lines, Tosafot Fotrid and others suggest. All right, that means that Rav fundamentally in our Gemara, though, can be, we suggested, going even according to Rabbi Ushmuel Amar and Shimuel as well. He, who we said, was posek like the opinion of Rabbi and therefore we considered him specifically consistent with um, the opinion here in our Gemara that the giver is the one who is the primary owner for Tehumin, amre, I could tell you, Afilul Rabanan. I could be consistent even according to the opinion of Chachamim. But Hachamim assumed that just by entering into the field, just by entering onto the property, there's an acceptance from the person whose property it is. Just by handing over the fruit, shouldn't it be that the recipient is responsible or is the owner? Over there in Masseche Bava Bavakama, the assumption is, let's break down these words, uh, the hachamim say that the owner of the property has a partial responsibility or has the ownership over it, denihale, noach means it's, uh, you're comfortable, you're happy with, le'inish, for a person, ture birshute tureh, in Aramaic we switch to the taf with the sheen, so it's shor, and instead of a dog, we're referring to an ox. Birshute in the, on the, um, Property in the domain of, Nekum means it'll be established in the property of the Baal Hatzim. In other words, what uh, Shimuel is articulating goes like this. He says, hachamim, in Maseche Bava Kama, their opinion was, let's recall again, if I enter into your property, you said, Fadal, you could bring your dog anytime you want, I have a large property, come on over. I come, the responsibility is on you, says uh, Shimuel. that's because me, as the dog owner, I say you know something he gave me he gave me opportunity to enter the dog onto his property Let's put it all on him. What do you mean put it all on him? Let's make him responsible for anything that goes wrong with my dog. It means me as the giver, so to speak, am happy to relinquish my responsibilities because now the responsibilities are upon you. That's the case over there according to the hachamim. Transfer that to our case of the fruits doesn't transfer so easily. What happened over here by the fruit? I handed over the fruit before the holiday to Aby. I said, Aby, could you hold on to them? What would be my objective What would be my reasoning in saying, and hold on to them with... With, uh, you know, with responsibility and with, uh, as a matter of fact, Eli, the point that you were suggesting earlier is maybe the fruits will become deteriorated. Our assumption is it's not going to happen or it's not going to happen in a way that he's responsible for. And in turn, I don't want you to become the partial owner of this. In the case of where my dog was on your property, I'm happy you become the partial owner. You took away some liability. You gave me even an insurance policy over there. Over here, with regards to the fruits, I don't need that insurance policy. The only thing that's going to happen is now you're going to mess with my fruits. I don't want you touching my fruits whose property doesn't responsibility for the short. So, so the, assumption, the assumption of Shimuel is, in our Gemara, is that, um, is that, is that when something is on your property, uh, willy-nilly, it's your responsibility to a certain respect. Now again, if it's unknowing, it's different. But over here, it's a knowing acceptance. There needs to be a knowledge from both parties, according to the hachamim, this is why he's explaining the chachamim. And provided there's a knowledge of both parties, that's the way it works. Now, if the person doesn't want it, so then he says, I don't want it, or he doesn't say words at all. The fact that he allowed for it, that's, again, says the Gemara, that's how we explain this. Ushmuel Amar, I can state, even according to the al Hakamim, Adkan Rabanan Hatam. The Hachamim in Bava by Nizikin by damage, they specifically there have their opinion that the owner takes the responsibility because the person who brought, excuse me, the owner of the property takes the responsibility because the person who brought the animal nihaale That person is. Happy, he's comfortable That his ox will be established On the and in the domain of the owner of the field Why so? Because if it damages or becomes damages, damaged I say to myself I got my policy I've, I've solved it But here by the fruits why would I be interested in AB holding on to my fruits on the holiday? I have no interest. I have no I have no vested interest in that. That's the suggestion internal. And the fruits are not moving around. There's less liability, is the assumption. That means that the Gemara, whereas it initially, it presented for us the opinions of Rav and Shimuel, Perotes el we thought the opinions of Rav, the recipient, and Shemel, the giver, with regards to ownership with regards to Tehumin. We thought that was dependent upon this issue in Maseche Bava Kama. The Gemara sufficiently was Doche. We have two last issues on this matter. We have two questions from our Mishnah, as Jesse mentioned earlier, on Rav. Let's review Rav's opinion. I take the fruits and I hand them to Abi before the holiday, I say, please hold on to them. Now, what's the status of these fruits? Says Rav, they have the status of the recipient, the person who's has them on their property Says the Gemara We just said it's not only hachamim. I may even be right. That was the Tehiyah of the Gemara But indeed In the simple sense Like the hachamim, Says the Gemara Tenan We have in our Mishnah An objection From our Mishnah An objection on Rav And just understand What the Gemara is doing over here Now we understand The full context of this Machloket The Machloket of Rav and Shimuel Is presented in our Gemara Because we're going to Deduce proofs against Rav From our Mishnah how so? What did the Mishnah say? This was the first case in the Mishnah. You might recall the case was uh, if the circumstance is that I left my fruits in a different city. If I made an eruv, that's what the Mishnah said, the fruits have the status of myself. In other words, if I'm in an iruv being able to extend myself to the fruits of those, that city, the fruits don't have the status of the city members, the fruits have the status of myself. Let's make it up again. What's that? Hang tight. So again, I live in Brooklyn, I left my fruits in Queens. I made an eruv so that I could travel to Queens. The people in Queens or the place in Queens where they are made no such eruv. I'm allowed to travel there and bring my fruits to me here without a problem, that's what the Mishnah said. Let's let's review what that said to us. Who are the fruits, quote unquote, in the possession of in that moment? The people in Queens. The queen uh, should. You're right. The Mishnah told us the giver, but the but the situation is they are physically in Queens. Uh, according to Rav, the status should be the recipient, the Queens people. That's right. The Mishnah told us not that way. The amarta. And if you were to tell me, your Rav, ki raglemi le hafkid again means to. Safeguard, well, means to uh, uh, give it to another person. Uh, the recipient uh, is the way we've been translating this. Ki irev hu, mai Even when I, ki irev hu, hu when I made my irev tequmin, mai have. What did it do, what happened? That's the question on Rav. Answers the Gemara for Rav. Again, let me review the question briefly again. The cases in our Mishnah have the fruits of myself in another place. If I'm in Iruv Tehumin, I can move the fruits to myself on the holiday, even though the people in Queens, the people where it is, cannot. You see, clearly it's going based on the giver as opposed to recipient. Amar Ravuna, Amrebe Rav Ravuna answered, and he said in the midrash of Rav, they explained. Kegon keren zavit. The case in our Mishnah, you were missing a detail. The detail you were missing is lo keren zavit. The word keren zavit, words keren zavit, literally mean a corner. What they mean for our purposes over here, what's that? Not necessarily, it says in the house. Okay, it means a corner in in a place. You wanna say in a house? In a house. But the point more than anything means that the fruits were not just, we're suggesting in our Mishnah, put in a place in Queens. They're furthermore, I rented the space or I got given the space where they're put, again. If what Rav and Shimuel were talking about earlier was the case, that I just took my fruits and gave them to Abi and Abi puts them in his storehouse. So in that situation, Rav says it goes based on Abi. Abby. is the recipient. Here in our Mishnah, it's different. The detail you're missing is a significant detail. I gave it to AB or I gave it to the people in Queens and I said to them, and where are you putting it? Oh, we're putting in a special corner that we designated for you. Oh, it's designated for me. That in and of itself transforms it. The recipient no longer is the actual owner in any way, shape, or form. It's not only that it's my fruit, it's my place actually mine but it's Yehud they designated that place for me that's sufficient to make it that it's mine with regards to Iluv te it's to a it's a special warehouse or a it's corner a in the warehouse it's my spot, spot. Let me, let me make it up, let me make it up. In the case of Nizikin, you say to me, I like taking my dog for a walk. I say, here, this corner is your corner. We're not gonna take the kids here, we're not gonna take our animals here. Now, in that situation, we're kind of, even though it's, we're not applying it to Nizikin, we're saying, that's your place. You damage, it's on you. You get damaged, it's not on me. Let's place in the same Say it again. Can you place the two oh, no. in the same spot? Why not? Sure. Says the Gemara, but we still have another question on Rav. A final question on Rav. This was the case in our Mishnah. I invite people from outside of the Tehum. They can't take my fruits to a place that's outside of my Tehum unless... You remember this in the Mishnah? It was the final words of the Mishnah. Unless I, before Yom Tob, by means of another, was mizakeh. I had them acquire it. So it means to say, and we'll address this very briefly again, it means to say that I, before Yom Tov, turned to someone else, and I say, you know, I'm going to have some beautiful guests on the holiday. I want them to be able to take some gifts and some food home afterwards. But they're going to be going out of the home. The food is in my possession. Please take possession of this fruit, these food for them so that on the holiday they can move it with them That's right, why did they, give me one second. Before that, yesterday the question was asked, Why do you? Jeffrey asked, why do you need to do a zichut? Why do you need to do a formal acquisition? Why not just say, I'm giving this to them? Or alternatively, just serve the food to them at the meal. As they eat the food, my mindset entering into the holiday was, they're going to, Tosafot really asks a similar question in the top left-hand corner. Tosafot, in fact, quotes the case where I, on the holiday, gave someone something, and the halacha in such a circumstance is the person who's holding, onto it on the holiday. It's kiraglav. He has the status. Tosafot distinguishes that over there, entering into the holiday, both you and I knew that I was going to be giving this to you. When you come to my meal on the holiday, you don't know what food I'm serving you, you don't know what's coming your way, and as a result, you don't have in mind that you're walking away with this specific food. But anyway, ask the Gemara, amarta kiraglem Let's ask more basic And more simple in this circumstance Again, I want to invite the Cohens to me on the holiday But I don't see the Coens on an aid of holidays So I turn to my next door neighbor and I say All the food in my house that I'm going to give to the Cohens, Please, acquire it for the Cohens So they can carry it for themselves on the holiday Pause for a second It means to say now That whose fruits are those? Whose foods are those? They're the Cohens, And whose possession is it in? Mine, it's on my property. So we flipped everything over here. We didn't solve anything. It's his, but it's on my property. According to Rav, it should be kiraglai, it should be like my feet. So, how did I solve anything? He's not around. He's not around. It's before the holiday. He lives a city apart. So again, that's Tosafot's question to a certain extent, and Tosafot's answer to that is: You didn't know which fruits I was going to give. You didn't know I was giving you these fruits. You didn't know I was giving you the desserts no, to walk away he's with. He's he's my house. It's house. my house, and I want to give it to you. He's saying Bereira. I'm giving it to you on the holiday. No? <laughs> oh, you're gonna be zochet your own item. Uh, no, 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 no. It's your own I item, and can you can be misaket or not. You can be mafkir. You can't really be. You can't be. Yeah, yeah. But the answer in the Gemara. That'll be the answer in the Gemara. But he said, okay. All right, we'll continue with this tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Stay with me.